the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. All right, folks. Welcome to Yak Radio on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you have a little uh, small market, neighborhood grocery store, liquor store, and you're having trouble with cashiers, well, go to Southwest Point of Sale where they can do a self-checkout system. Give them a call at 800-540-2149. They'll come to your location, take a look, and if it works, it's cheaper than a cash register. You get uh, all your equipment. You can do your pricing on it with an iPhone, unlimited technical support. Give them a call, 1-800-540-2149. Make your job easy. In San Diego Propane, if you live out in East County, like I do, you need to give Dave a call. He can save you money on propane. As you know, it's going up. But he only does East County. So give him a call at 619-460-1705 or go to st-propane.com. Yep, family-owned and operated. And last but not least, West Escondido Auto and Trans. Four locations, AAA, Napa Auto Care, ASC certified, warranties good, clear across the United States. WestAutomotiveGroup.com. Hey, we got a very special show for you today. We got Brian Armstead uh, on the line, and he was uh, invited to a very, very special vehicle review in Vietnam. Now, you might think, Vietnam, hmm, that's an odd place for a car. Well, that's why Brian is on the line. He's going to explain the whole thing to him because he was there for a week. Brian, how you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm still trying to recover, Dave. The jet lag is... <laughs> okay, so I I have one question I have to ask you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, you went to Vietnam. Correct. D- did you have to put two beds head to foot? <laughs> I mean, I've seen their beds, okay? It's only a half of you. <laughs> well, I don't know if you saw the picture uh, uh, that I posted on Facebook or two. Uh, two very lovely ladies that work for the Ben Group, uh, Ben Fast. We'll talk about the company more in a minute. But sure. my my picture said, uh, greetings from Vietnam, the land of tall people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did see that. But I did see like a picture of waist, your they bed. Were waist, <laughs> they were at my waistline. So, no, man, I mean, um, you know, we stayed in, in Ben Group properties. And got to tell you, the Ben Group is the largest conglomerate in Vietnam. They're the number one company in Vietnam. And they have a, a ecosystem that's just phenomenal. So, no, my friend, we stayed in some rather luxurious uh, uh, properties, including a one on Halong Bay and another one um, in Nha Trang. I mean, it was just spectacular. Yeah. It's spectacular event. Not, and I say event because it was really like an event for the company from start to finish. It was scripted to show us the power of the Vin Group, not only in Vietnam, and they're very powerful in Vietnam, but their goal to be a powerful entity worldwide. And not just the auto industry, they have a Vin University and the Vin Fast Car Group. 
and the Ben Wonder uh, Disney-like experience. It's like an amusement park network. Um, they make scooters. They make electric cars. They have Ben Homes, which is a residential real estate entity. They have Vincom uh, Retail with scores of shopping malls across Vietnam. Then they have their Vin Pearl and Vin Wonders uh, tourism portion, which is um, a, a lot of what we experienced was the Vin Pearl resorts. They have Vin Mac Healthcare. We talked about the Vin University. We visited Vin University. It was a fabulous experience talking to the students and some of the educators at Vin University. Then they have Vin Artificial Intelligence, Vin Energy Solutions, Vin Big Data, Vin Brain, Vin CSS, Vin HMS. I mean, the company's wow. ecosystem is vast. And if you think back, Dave Stahl, to 1986 mm-hmm. in South Korea, uh, what was significant about South Korea and the auto industry in 1986? Good question. That was the first year. Oh yeah, the first year that they imported yeah. the Hyundai Excel, the Hyundai um, uh, conglomerate exported the Hyundai Excel to the United States. Correct. And it was really the beginning of the Hyundai Kia Hyundai Group conglomerate that has done that started off very poorly and has done exceptionally well, whereby their Kia and Hyundai and Genesis vehicles are are are. Hot sellers. I mean, oh, everybody my, wants to yeah. get their hands on the, the new Ionic 5 and the Ionic 6 that's coming and the Kia Telluride and Hyundai Palisade. I mean, I'm going to um, uh, Raleigh, uh, Asheville, North Carolina in a, in a week or two to, to drive the new 2023 Palisade. Mm-hmm. Um, if you build a product that is worthy, then people will come. And people will buy, mm-hmm. and people will talk about it, and then you get to build your brand. I mean, look at you know the Tesla brand. I'm not a fan of Tesla. I'll, I'll just put it out there. Neither am I. Now. I think I think their build quality is crap, and I think Elon Musk is. Uh, it's almost like he's running a cult. But that's just my own personal opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, people love the Teslas. Good for you. Yeah. Please don't flame me. It's just my own personal opinion. It does not reflect Dave Stahl or anybody yeah. else. It's just Brian Brian Armstead's opinion. I wouldn't buy one. Nope. But having said that, when the company first started, they had a roadster that was based on a Lotus, and they put an electric motor in it, and the rest is history. Mm-hmm. They're the leading electric car manufacturer in the world. So Benfast is determined to take a chunk out of that whole Tesla story with their new VF8 and VF9 vehicles. We had a chance to drive the VF8, which is going to be produced starting in 2024 in Raleigh, North Carolina. This is a company that's serious, Dave. They've broken ground on their plant in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wow. According to, um, to CEO, CEO of Venfast, uh, Madam uh, Lee Tu Tui, they hope to build over 250,000 cars a year at that North Carolina location. So they are serious. The trip was phenomenal. Started off in San Francisco. I went a day uh, early because we had to take a, a Vietnamese air charter jet from San Francisco to Ho um, Chi Minh City, which is uh, Saigon. Uh, so it was a great flight. The service on Vietnamese air, Vietnam air rather, was phenomenal. 
I, I was fortunate enough on this charter jet to be seated in the uh, business class section, and everything about uh, Vietnam Air preps you for the cultural experience that you receive when you get to Vietnam. Now, there's a 20, 50,000-pound elephant in the room, Dave, uh, regarding Vietnam. It's only been 50 years since the Vietnam War ended. Mm -hmm. And I've had a couple of people uh, come up to me and said, hey, you know, how did you feel going to a country that we were at war with? Well, we could talk for another three hours on Yak Radio about, you know, what happened to start the war, you know, what, why did the United States become involved? But that's a whole political thing. Mm-hmm. A lot, over 58,000 Americans lost their lives in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a quarter million lost their lives in World War II mm-hmm. between, and more, or more between, you know, the Germans and the Japanese. Mm-hmm. Japan is one of our biggest allies now. So is Germany. So over time, you know, as, as the saying goes, time heals all wounds. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, you know, uh, Vietnam turned into North Korea. So, uh, you know, they're excited about becoming a player on the world stage. Uh, It's still a communist country, but, you know, who's to say that for them, communism is is not a good thing. Everybody has their own perceptions of democracy. And they very much stressed throughout the course of our visit that, they have a democracy within their uh, communist state because people are free to run their own business. Yeah, so it's a modified, and, uh, it's a modified communist state. Hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. Come sure. back. We're going to talk more with Brian Armstead. He's hanging out in Vietnam with VinFast. It is exciting. Stay tuned. This is FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer to this segment is brought to you by South Bay Auto House. If you're a Mercedes-Benz owner and you're looking for a dealer alternative, then South Bay just might be your ticket. Over 25 years, they've been uh, servicing Mercedes-Benz. They've got their own parts department, uh, factory-trained technicians. Uh, they even have pre-owned Mercedes-Benz, and they'll even buy your trade-in if uh, the dealer won't give you the money you're looking for. Go to autohousesouthbay.com, autohousesouthbay.com. Tell Gary and Rick you heard it right here on KCBQ AM 1170. And Bumper Docs and T scratches, dings, and dents. Nobody does it better. 8711 uh, Magnolia, window chips, paint, having a um, window tint, minor body repair, even full paint jobs. Check them out, Bumper Docs and Go to cntbumperdoc.com. So we're talking to Brian Armstead. He just came back from Vietnam with VinFast. Uh, VinFast is a, uh, and that was an awesome analogy. Uh, it's kind of like a little Korea in uh, 1986, you know, and it was just like Toyota. It was just like Nissan or Datsun at the time. These foreign countries know that there's a marketplace in the U.S., and they've all learned from each other's mistakes, and now they're bringing you a vehicle uh, that you can't wait to get your hands on. I'm in a GV60 right now from Genesis, the performance model, and i got to tell you, if I'm going to pick an electric vehicle, uh, I I think I would take this over everything I've driven, and I've driven just about everything. Not everything, but just about. Right, and and that's what I I used the GV60, which is terrific. It's an excellent vehicle. 
I, I used my test drive of the VF8, which is their smaller SUV. Ah. I compared it to the uh, drive dynamics of the Genesis models, and more on that in just a second. I just wanted to close up on the uh, on the uh, the war situation. Yes. So again, the you know the the I mean Vietnam was a shambles after the war was over, and you know they rebuilt, and now it's a vibe it's a vibrant country. It's a great place to go for tourism for relaxation. Uh, everyone was friendly from start. To, I, there were no bad vibes about this Yankee walking down the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's a safe country. You can walk around at night, even in the big cities. You don't feel unsafe at any time while you're there. And the people are are, are proud of their country. You know, just like we're proud of the U.S. and we think the USA is the greatest country on earth. Well, People in other countries think their country is the greatest country on earth as well. So they take that national pride and they, they put it to good use. And the Venn Group, interestingly enough, Dave, was started in Ukraine in 1993 hmm. by uh, a group of Vietnamese youth. And the company was called Technocom. It began as a food production uh, company that specialized in dehydrated food. And they quickly became one of Ukraine's top 100 and most influential countries. But 2000, Technocom became Vin Group when they returned to Vietnam, to with the you know with the ambition and goal to contribute to the country's development. The uh, CEO of the company is Mr. Pham Nat Vuong, and he has done a remarkable job of building this ecosystem, as they call it across uh, Vietnam. Let me just run down a little bit of the agenda for you to kind of give you an idea of, of what we experienced. We, we got to uh, the Vin Pearl. We landed in Quaming, uh, uh, which is an airport uh, outside of Ho Chi Minh City, and we checked in at the Vin Pearl Halong Resort. Now, in order to get to the resort, it's on an island, so you have to take one of their Vin boats. <laughs> Of course they do. <laughs> you have to take a Vin boat to get to the Vin Island. And oh my goodness. Just, Dave, I mean. Fantasy I mean, Island? Was it Fantasy oh, Island? The, the play, the play, the boat, the boat. <laughs> I mean, tattoos. The tall guy, the tall guy. The boat, the boat. <laughs> I mean, the instant you get into the resort, it's lights out in terms of customer service. I mean, think Nordstrom, think Chick-fil-A, and I hate to be so basic, but but these are two American companies that yeah. are known for customer service. Take those two companies and, and do times 100. Wow. And you walk through the door, and they're, you know, it, because uh, it's, you know, because of the state of the the country, they, they employ a lot of people to do a lot of different jobs. People have jobs. So there may be 20 people at the bar are preparing drinks as opposed to two or three at a wow. traditional bar, you know. And, I mean, they stumble over themselves to make sure that whatever it is that you need, you get it. Now, they did have some Europeans running some of the major properties or, or serving as managers, not necessarily running, but serving as managers of, of some of the properties. And they didn't – I never saw a situation where they treated their employees at any level, and, I'm, and I mean the Vietnamese managers and the U.S. Uh, the uh, European-based managers, everybody was just happy. You, you, you ask for something, nobody frowns. They go take care of it right away. So 
So the first night after we got there, we had a um, a cruise on Halong Bay. It was a welcome party um, hosted by the Ben Group and Ben Fast leaders. Oh my goodness! Um, traditional dancing on board, traditional uh, painting scrolls. We got a chance to wear the traditional hats. You know, they're, I forgot what they're called. Part of me, they're like the um, when you see people harvesting rice in Vietnam and the traditional cone shape hat on their head. I'll look it up during the next break, what it's called. But I had one of those that I took a picture with. You know, my head was felt like a big bowl on top of my head. But it was a fun experience to immerse myself in the culture. Because I love yeah, you, I'm it. not going to comment. No, I mean, you know, you saw the picture. I know I looked, you know, gigantic water jug head inside of a smaller. <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun being part of the, yeah. part of the culture. It was a sunset cruise. So on how long day... If you've ever seen these iconic pictures of Vietnam, they always show these super incredible rock formations in the middle of waterways. Mm. And, and Dave, I, I kept saying, you know, I've been to Vietnam was the 79th country that I visited. And I've always looked at travel shows and travel documents that I get. And I see pictures of Vietnam. And I'm like, I have got to go see those rock formations before mm-hmm. I check out of here. And so to see them from the ship up close, the Vin, the Vin yacht up close, it was just phenomenal. And the sun was setting behind these rock formations. I posted some pictures that were just phenomenal. Uh, music on board with Vietnamese traditional music and Vietnamese popular music. The food, Dave Stahl, OMG. Uh, if you if you followed my my Instagram and my Facebook feeds over the years, you know I love Ethiopian food. Mm-hmm. You know I love Indian food. Mm-hmm. You know I love uh, you know I love um, Mexican food and, and other. You and, love food, you know, but Vietnamese food. But oh you love goodness. food. I had, <laughs> I had crocodile for the first time, and it was absolutely. And it was sitting right incredible. next to you. I seen him. Yeah, yeah, he was like, "Yo, you know, you want to take a bite?" <laughs> so I said, "Okay." <laughs> It was just amazing. Uh, every kind of seafood that you could ever want, yeah. uh, cr- uh, crabs, uh, crabs by the bushels, lobster, vegetables that I've never seen before that were just quite delicious. Um, they have a beer called 333, which is just smooth as silk. It's just, I mean, everything about it, the hospitality portion from uh, the then uh, Pearl Group was just really quite impressive. So first night cruise, we then went to the manufacturing complex the next day, and we saw how the scooters were uh, were were manufactured, Dave, and uh, ultimately got a chance to ride on the scooters. Then we went to the VinFast vehicle manufacturing complex, and we saw the VF8, which is their smaller sport utility, and the VF9, which is a larger one, kind of looks like a Land Rover in terms of the design cues. Um, uh, so we on day two, we, we did the, the tour of the manufacturing complex. We returned to Hanoi, and we stayed at the Sofitel Hotel in Hanoi. And outside the Sofitel, this hotel has been there since 1901. Outside the Sofitel were two French cars with no names, with Sofitel logos that they had specially made by, they look like Citroëns. Oh, yeah. So I'm sure they were specially made by Citroën, you know, back in France and then branded as Sofitel cars. 
still parked out in front of the hotel. They used to use them as guest cars. Mm. Now they're like icons on the streets of Hanoi, right outside the Sofitel Hotel. Got a chance to um, walk the streets of Hanoi. Uh, it was raining. I didn't care. No. Because you know, I was wet. I bought a, a poncho from one of the ladies on the street. And I went into shops, and I looked at arts, and I looked at crafts. And I just got the vibe of the people of Hanoi. And, and you know, it's funny because... If you've been to any quote-unquote third-world country, you know that the traffic laws are infinitely different from the traffic laws we, we have here in the United States and the traffic laws we think we have in the United States. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. You look down the street, Dave, and there are like a million scooters just lined up, parked, waiting for people to come out of their offices or waiting for them to come out yeah. of wherever they are. And when you get to an intersection, even if there's a traffic light, it's like, you know, scooters and buses and cars just all kind of blending and mixing and everybody kind of knows the flow. And I Everybody for themselves. Accident. Everybody for themselves. But I didn't see an accident. I, you know, nobody was really? blowing the horns and throw, no fingers being thrown up, no no cursing on the street because you cut me off. they just like, okay, you got there first. You, you got that me? one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, before we go to, before we go to break, yeah. now you've been in auto plants all over. Compared yeah. to the plants, just to say here in the United States, how would you gauge the plant in Vietnam for building those cars? In terms of, in terms of the quality of the machines, they bought all German machines, Schuler and all kinds oh, of okay. European okay. machines. I mean, this is you know they they went all in to build okay. uh, for, and and the quality of the cars coming off the line was great. The only thing they need to work on is the safety of the plants, and I'm not saying that plants were unsafe. But, you know, we were able to, you know, when you go to visit a U.S. plant, you have to follow these very strict protocols in terms of, uh, you know, where you can go and what you right. can do. And, uh, you know, that that's something that they probably would want to work on when they open a U.S. plant. Um, well, you here. know, you know, NHTSA and everybody, and, and they're all going to sit down OSHA, and say, yeah. here's how you're going to do it, my friends. All right, let's take a quick yeah, well, break. Well, OSHA, go ahead. Yeah. Go, go ahead. You want to tease it? OSHA, OSHA, OSHA will, you know, they'll have oh. to follow OSHA. Yeah, exactly. That was what that, yeah, yeah. that was the one I was thinking of, too. Yep, yep, yep. So more more after the break, Dave. All right, yeah, look forward to it. Fabulous. Stay tuned, folks. Yak Radio, Dave Stahl, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl right here on FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. The is brought to you by San Diego Gear and Axel. You know, the desert season's almost upon us. You better get your vehicle into San Diego Gear and Axle. Get that thing tuned up. Get the fluids changed. Maybe put some lockers on it. Steve will take care of you. He's a little slow right now because of the heat. So give him a call at 858-449-5656 or just go to sdgearaxle.com. Talking with Brian Armstead. Brian Armstead has been uh, on a whirlwind trip with VinFest. And I think what he's come back from it more than anything is we may have a very serious competitor in the U.S. by 2024. Absolutely. Well, not necessarily by 2024, because any company, when they enter a global market, is going to have some teething pains. Uh, you know, so, you know, the car, was that, and we'll talk more in the last segment about mm-hmm. the actual drive itself. The car is legit. Uh, they need to work on tiny things, but 
you know, it's going to, the, the plant will take until 2024 to build. Well, well so are they, they building, are, are they building any cars in Vietnam that may be exported yeah, to the U.S.? Um, you know, that is a great question. And I, yes, I believe they're going to start taking deliveries. And I apologize for not having that right in front of me, but I have, I have so much information. I believe that the vehicles will start being delivered here in the U.S. Um, in the next, in, in early 2023, because they're ready to roll. I mean, they're building the cars as we speak. And uh, I will certainly get the, the answer to that during the, uh, during the next segment. Did you, by the way, did you meet a gentleman by the name of Jeff Holland? Well, Jeff Holland is the U.S. based media uh, person for uh, for Ben Fast, and Jeff uh, Jeff was with you know he's, he's a long story career been with Mitsubishi, he was with Karma, yeah. he was with um, uh, Suzuki. Yeah, he's, you know his family. He's his gone. He up. has gone the gamut. So anyway, so I know him really well. And because yeah. he used to be based in San Diego, so he's going to get me a car. I think it's going to be for a couple of, I mean, at least two or three weeks or maybe even a month. So we're going to do yeah. some stuff now. I can't wait to get it. All right. So continue on with uh, your story. Yeah. In the next segment, we'll talk, uh, we'll talk all about the car right. stuff because, right. you know, I can't believe the hour is going, going along so quickly. <laughs> so back to, back to day two, I'm, I'm in Hanoi walking around, getting the flavor, walked into a store, bought some beautiful artwork, Dave. It was framed. I had the guy deconstruct the frame, cut it in half, roll up the uh, canvas with acrylic, and uh, and then tape the frame to the tube. So, and then I ended up leaving the uh, the tube and the frame on a shuttle bus uh, when we flew to uh, to uh, the next city, but um, to Saigon. You mean you lost but, it? Um, you lost it? No, they. They they shipped it out for me. They oh. found it and shipped it to me. So and again, you know, they they took the time to whack yeah. this thing down on a shuttle bus and ship it to me via air via Vietnam Air, which I'm sure was not an inexpensive thing to do. So uh, I mean, really, they just treated us like kings. So, okay, so I'm walking around in Hanoi later that night. You had an option of uh, taking a, a cyclo, which is a rickshaw, a bus, or walking tour. We saw. We learned more about Hanoi. Then we went to watch a water puppet show in the old quarter, which was a lot of fun. It was a unique uh, experience. I've never seen water puppets before. Uh, next day, we visited the ecosystem. We toured Ben Holmes Ocean Park and Ben Holmes Resi- um, Riverside, which are two residential mega projects where you know the, they have these big high rises and, and uh, g- uh, gallery style homes and townhomes that are, I mean, you know, selling. I'm sorry, selling for a couple of hundred thousand to several million dollars. Really? You know, in a couple of years, yeah. And, and right now, it's going to be kind of like, you know, investing in... I remember a friend of mine uh, bought a house 30 years ago in San Jose for 400000 and we thought she was crazy. Well, you know how much that house is worth now. Millions. And it's going to be the same thing. Yeah, Millions. So that's going to be the same thing in Vietnam where, you know, if you want to buy some property overseas, as an American citizen, you have a right to do this and a right to do that. That can all be explored. But, you know, I wouldn't mind living there a couple of months a year. Oh, you'll be, you'll be there next year. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> I know you. Ben Holmes Project. Uh, and we went to Ben University. I talked about that earlier. We talked with some of the professors, some of the students. They have mostly tech and 
you know, all tech and, and IT type programs. Oh, yeah. uh, and there's some sharp, sharp kids from all over the world. Uh, Europe, Europe, Africa. Really? Just, uh, just an, yeah, just an amazing collection oh. of, uh, of talent from all over the, India, all over the world. Really? At this uh, private, private university. And the tuition is about $50,000 a year. But if you can't, they have different levels of sure, sure. that they provide just based on your ability to uh, to handle the course load of work because they have top professors from all over the world that they brought in. Wow. Um, so we visited, the, you know, we saw the, uh, the Ben Group um, ecosystem. Then we flew to... Um, to the Natrung uh, Resort, which is another one in the middle of, of, uh, of a bay. So we had to take a bin boat to get there. Um, we had dinner, and we saw, we saw they had a big show for us that featured a lot of uh, 3D uh, things at the Bin Wonder uh, display. Uh, next day, they had a signing ceremony with Iron Man, the triathlons. So we were present for that, and then we did a Q&A with, uh, they're going to be the branding company with, with some of the Ironman triathlons. Mm-hmm. Then we had a Q&A with Madam Tui, who was the CEO and, and chair of, uh, of the Ben Group. And, you know, we had a chance to put the journalist hat on and ask questions about, you know, when, when is this going to take place? When mm-hmm. is this going to take place? Mm-hmm. After that, we had scooter rides on their e-scooters. And it was, it was hilarious because here I am, the, you know, the Sasquatchian uh, guy in Vietnam trying to, trying to ride a scooter without falling off of it because my knees would hit the dashboard. I mean, the front panel every time I, uh, I turned, but that was a lot of fun. Tell me you got a video. Come on, please tell me you got a video. I do have, I do have a video. Well, send it to me private, Millie. If you look that dorky, did they make you wear a helmet? They make you wear a helmet. Oh yeah. The only reason I didn't uh, didn't post it uh, to social media is because I by that by that time I'd had a whole lot of meals, Dave. There was no push. There was no holding the stomach in, man. It just oh was, no! Was ridiculous. I knew that. I knew it. That's your weakness. You're you're going back. All right. So that's this is day three. Yeah. So that's no. So uh, day four. Oh, four. Okay. Okay. So day, yeah, day three. So the day four. Uh, oh no, that's. Day four is when we uh, saw the signing ceremony, had the press conference, and rode the scooters. Right. And we drove the cars on day four. Talk more about that in the next segment. On day five, day five and day six were strict relaxation. You could play golf. You could. They had a golf tournament. They had a uh, 2K race where they had wonderful trophies for winners. Wow. You could do a mud bath. We I visited a traditional craft village. Um, you could experience the uh, the restaurant. You could go sky um, parasailing. We went out on the Wave Runners, had a great time. Yeah, I love that. It was just rest and relaxation. Then at dinner, they had a beach party for us, which was just just fabulous. The beach party was just fabulous with live music, and it was on the beach, and wow. uh, all kinds of food and traditional clothing and drinks. It was spectacular. And sadly, on day six, we had to get ready to fly yeah. back to the U.S. And, uh, I mean, just a remarkable tour of, of Vietnam. I think the biggest um, I think the biggest thing that I took out of this um, whole experience, Dave, number one, the, the sheer output of money that they spent to do this, and this is one of several... Yeah, uh, there was a group. There was a group of journalists that they took on the first tour, and I was on the second tour. 
but it wasn't just us. They had influencers that were right. considered a separate entity. They, they had their own thing that they did. They had investors that were on the tour. Sure. They had, uh, um, you know, of course, MinFast um, Media. I mean, there are people here from the U.S., but then they also had partners, Dave. Like, uh, for example, there's a group uh, called uh, the SoFi Group in Los Angeles, and they uh, they did a partnership with the Rams mm-hmm. and MinFast so right. that, you know, and then, you know, uh, Harvard University has a partnership with MinFast. So they're going to be doing stuff at Venn University. Mm-hmm. Um, just a remarkable series of, you know, affiliations and mm-hmm. partnerships that they have, not only with, with Venn Fast, which is the auto entity, but the entire Venn group. So I had a, like, I, I met a guy who owns a, uh, a uh, state farm, farmer's insurance, whatever. He owns an insurance company in, in Los Angeles. He was sitting behind me in, in uh, business class. And, you know, after we woke up in the middle of the night uh, for the 15th meal they served us on Vietnam Airways, um, <laughs> he said, well, Brian, I'm telling you, man. He said, he said, well, Brian, what do you do? I told him what I did. And I said, what do you do? He said, well, you know, I'm here. I'm an early uh, buyer. I bought 60 BF9s, the luxury car. He bought he said, 60 he of them? Deal. He bought 60 of them. They don't have a dealer network, so it's like the Tesla where you go into like a little you know storefront type uh, of property and you pick up the car you want. Um, and he said, "Hey man, they gave me a great deal on them, and they flew my family over here." So he said it was a no-brainer for me to invest in my country. And I bought sixty. If you want one, let me know. You're kidding so, me? <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. But so, yeah, okay, he's a state. He's a State Farm agent. What's he going to do with sixty of these? He's flipping them. Oh. Yeah, he's, he's flipping them, and he's farmers insurance. He's flipping them, man. Oh, oh, oh. He's like, you know, he he bought he bought he bought like ten for his family, you know, uh, son, daughter. How much wife, are mother. okay? Let's talk about this in the next next. In fact, let's cut the yeah, segment yeah, well, short and come back because I want to give you as okay. much time as I can. One, I want to know how much the car is. I want to know what gets it from A to B. I want to know if it's going to go electric. I want to know what the warranty is on it. And that's just take a quick break, folks. You're listening okay. to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl and Brian Armstead right here on FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl right here on FM 961. AM 1170, The Answer. This is brought to you by John's Automotive Import Repair. 7447 University Avenue. Take a run up there. Nap Auto Care, ASE certified. Nobody does it better. Got my very special guest on the line, Brian Armstead, the world traveler. I think we're in country 76, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, But this one seemed to have made a dent. Um, I had to give him an hour. He wouldn't stop yelling at me because he just couldn't stop talking about this car the vin fast fa- 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 or vin vin fast vin fast and vf8 yeah vf9 so okay so let's talk let's just talk a little bit about the car how let's many different first. how many yeah. different models okay okay so let me let me take you let me get let me give you this whole story oh you're gonna be so, the pr guy vin, let me sit back vin fast started making cars in in 20 they they had their official launch 
They started building them in 2017 in Vietnam, in Haiphong. They had a launch in, at the Paris Auto Show in 2018. The official launches came in 2019 in Vietnam. These are internal combustion engine vehicles. Then they decided that, um, you know, they would uh, start building scooters. So in 2021, they, well, they had built scooters all along. I'm sorry. But in 2020, they launched some e-scooters called the Theon and the Feliz. And then they, they um, launched three smart EVs, the EF, the VF E34, which is now the VF8, and um, another two, the VF8 and the VF9, for the global market. So they started building these in 2021, uh, started developing them in 2021. They want to have an all-electric strategy by 2023. And uh, they want to start deliveries of the VF8 and VF9 globally in later this year in the U.S., Canada, and Europe. So the VF8, Dave, we drove it on a three-mile test track at uh, one of the resorts. They had it to the point where, you know, we could make a series of acceleration runs, kind of handling runs. But um, these were pre-production cars. Now, it's a brave move uh, on the part of VinFast to let us get behind the wheel of a pre-production vehicle. Because you know how pre-production cars are, Dave. And you know how picky you, you know. guys are. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, they, they, they're, they're not ready for prime time. Yeah, yet. and I didn't but mean that in a negative know. fashion. You don't give somebody something that's not done the way I look at it, not done for consumer you know, appeal. You, you know, if you're going to give it to a journalist, you better give it to a journalist that's got been and that's been washed and waxed and every, you know, everything's done. But that's but just. Here's, me. But here's their here's their strategy behind this. You know, they at the end of our test drives, they were like, "Well, what do you think we need to improve?" And they weren't just, you know, they weren't just saying that because they wanted to hear us yak, you know, on yak radio. <laughs> they were sincere about what they could do. Improve. They have a lot of engineers from India and from you know from Europe who are, and I'm not saying that the cars are great because they have engineers from India and Europe. But no, they, no, no, no. They put a world they put a world consortium together to make these cars. Right? They they took expertise from existing car makers from all over the world, brought them into this country into Vietnam to build these cars. It's called so it's called talent when you stop and think about it. And guess what? Talent doesn't have a color. So the VF8 uh, will start exporting in November with a starting price of forty-one nine. Right. Not in. They, they have a. You have to lease the battery. We'll talk more about that on another show. I need to uh, understand okay. a little bit more about how the, the whole battery lease works. Hmm. Then the VF9 will follow a month later, starting price fifty-six seven. You can put a two hundred dollar deposit down now at the VinFast website. And if you put down a uh, $200 deposit, you get a $3,000 voucher towards the price of the car. Mm-hmm. So a 56-7 car would be 53-7 sure, sure. plus whatever. Uh, you know, they, they're they going to have a, a rack of federal credits because they haven't used that. Right. Anymore. I was just so going to ask you that. Yeah, the $7,500 federal credit would also would also be in play and state because um, state in California you get an additional twenty five hundred. Yeah, and in the state of Maryland, I believe it's twenty five hundred okay. to thirty five hundred as yeah. well. Right. So with the standard battery, two hundred sixty miles on a single charge, long range battery, 
292 miles. And a third larger battery is going to come at the end of 2023, 340 miles an hour. And the least batteries can be swapped for, uh, like if you start with a 260-mile battery that you lease, then you say, oh, well, I'm not getting enough here. You can go back and get a 340-mile battery, and you pay a little bit more a month uh, for that. So 402 horsepower for the VF8 with 472 pound-feet of torque. Now, on the drive, Dave, and the, uh, the, the, uh, the, they have a dual-motor all-wheel drive setup on these cars. On the drive, the things that they've nailed so far are the drive and chassis dynamics. Not a blip with the acceleration, mm-hmm. deceleration. Mm-hmm. They need to incorporate one-pedal driving. That's one thing that they're working on. And the chassis dynamics are correct. Here's the structure front, trailing links in the rear. It rides super smooth. We were on a relatively smooth roadway, but the tire noise is manageable. You know, they, they, uh, the tire noise is good. The ride quality is great. I can fit and hit the accelerator head on. I don't have to camp my foot on a 30-degree angle to hit the accelerator like I have to do in most cars. Wow. It's a car built for big guys. Now, um, the, the model that I drove did not have a sunroof in it, but sunroof, full panel roofs will be available. Mm-hmm. The only thing I found a, uh, was that the voice-activated Hey Benfast was a little slow to react. So I'm saying, Hey Benfast, open all the windows. Open all of the windows. And I would think for a second, maybe because of my accent. Maybe. You know, well, maybe the Baltimore accent was a little odd for them. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, and then the windows would open. Right. So I talked to the engineer. He said, don't worry, Brian, we, we, we got it. The two things that, that were personally affected me is that I wear a size 15 shoe. When I took my foot off of the accelerator pedal, not the gas pedal, guys, because it's fully electric, the accelerator pedal, and tried to transfer it to the brake pedal, there's a panel under the dash that is in the way. So when I lift up, my foot hits that panel. And that could be a bad situation if mm-hmm. I was trying to transfer from accelerator to brake because you don't need anything slowing you down when you're trying to get on the on the stop pedal. Sure. Wow. So I pointed it out, got on my knees, pointed it out to the VinFast engineers. I said, we got it because 15 is not a big foot in the United States for, for really big guys. I mean, Shaq wears a 22, right. for example. Right. There are a lot of, lot of folks out there with, with Vin boats for shoes. Uh, that they, you know, get around with every day, and I'm one of them. So why, why do you suppose that panel was there? It's just a dash. It's just a panel that you'll find in any car. It just closes up the bottom of the dash, so you don't see wires hanging down. Oh, so it just came down a little bit. Boy, yeah. It, they, just, they just mounted it too low. It's where the gotcha. OBD2 connector is. Oh, I see what you're saying. That, standard, that underskirt. Under. Under, yeah, it's just under-dash panels. It helps gotcha. with sound, insulation. Gotcha. 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 The other gotcha. thing is that they need, uh, these cars were built for Vietnam specs, so the steering wheel was really thin. Well, Vietnamese hands are small. Oh, uh, that's right. The other thing is that they don't, they don't have adjustable anchors on their cars in Vietnam. And what I mean by that is that when you get into a car, you pull that three-point seatbelt over, I, uh, it, it would be helpful to have an adjustable upper point where you can raise or lower it based on your height. Mm. Short people need a uh, lower anchor point. All people like me need a higher anchor point because this, the shoulder belt was rolling off my shoulder. Yeah, which is in uh, the B pillar. In the B pillar, by the and way, folks. In the B pillar of the car. Correct. Between the front and the rear seat. So, they again, they said, hey, that's a, uh, a U.S. government DOT NHTSA regulation. We will, it, on the U.S. spec cars, 
we right. would certainly have that. Dave, I think, I think you know, they, and I told Madam Tui, I explained to her during the press conference, I said, you know, at the end, I said, listen, uh, this has been a great experience. I'm very happy for you as a company and as a nation because you're going to be a player worldwide no matter what. Uh, I said, but make sure you take the time to bring the car to market with all of the requisite safety and reliability that we demand as American consumers because if you don't, you will be vilified in the press, you will be vilified on social media, Mm -hmm. you'll be vilified uh, across the board, and your dream of building a global platform, at least in the United States, will will take a take a bump in the road, just like Hyundai yep. with the Excel that they used to build, which excelled at nothing but blowing head gaskets. Well, Toyota so, didn't uh, do, Toyota didn't do any better, and neither did Datsun. Because why do I know that? Because I started my career back in those days. I started yeah, in '79. Yeah, but the Toyota Datsun problems weren't with reliability. They were with body rot. I mean, well, the cars it, would just rust away. They, were they weren't unreliable cars. They just, you they know, were, like my 280, I drove, I drove 24260 and 280Zs. They were great cars, never had a single trouble, had a timing chain, straight six. Right. But I would, you know, it was like Flintstones, but I could put my foot through the floor. <laughs> I know. And hit the brakes. You know? I know. So, I know. yeah, so, I mean, they, you know, that's, that's a whole other story. But like I said, but, uh, they ex- weren't unreliable. Like so, uh, when like that that Hyundai Excel. Hold on, real quick. The Hyundai Excel had a Mitsubishi motor. I know. I was so, a service manager really, when that thing came yeah, out, was, and my dealer signed really us like, up. I said, "Are you a Hyundai motor that was unreliable? It was a Mitsubishi right. motor. So they they're building their own motors here. Right. So they're wow. building everything. Well, they've learned from everybody else's mistakes. It sounds like. What about styling? Uh, Italian uh, Pininfarina oh. designed the cars. Whoa! Yeah, so I mean, they look great, man. The inside the uh, you know leather and fit and finish materials. Yeah, sound yeah, system. What kind of what kind of music? That's where they need an improvement as well. They need to ah. they need to pair up with a with a you know a Bang and Olufsen ah. or a Bose or. Yeah. Yeah. It's an in-house sound system sounds okay, right? But you know we like to we like to blow our uh-huh. out in this country, so we need a little <laughs> bit more. You know, <laughs> I know. They, you know. Again, that, that's trust me. They listen. That's one thing I noticed about all of the executives at the press conference, and the press conference went on for more than an hour after Madame Tui spoke. Wow. It was just question after question. We had Canadian journalists there. We had U.S. journalists there. We just kept hammering them with more questions. Right. And they answered every single one of the questions. Um, and they answered and say, hey, you know, we messed something up. We listened, and we're going to make sure we get it right. And that's perhaps where the structure of a of a communist nation would, would mm-hmm. help to, because they don't want to be embarrassed on the world stage. No. There's a lot of pride there. No, no, no. And, no. Uh, you know, they have they have enough people working for them to get it right. That's right. Hey. There's a lot. There's a lot of lot of pride, uh, a lot of uh, country pride in getting this thing right there. All right, so I got to throw you off air, but I'm going to make you come yeah, back. No, I'll be I'll now, be back in a half an hour. What are we going to talk about? We'll talk about the Volvo XC60 uh, T8 Hybrid. All right, right here on FM 961 AM 1170, the answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.